Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time. Yes, girl, you got that right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. The Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement, prompts actions, and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need, your Bible. Let's begin. Welcome back to another Faith-Fueled episode. If you are new here, hey, I am your host, Nyquia. And if you skip past that introduction, you probably have no clue who I am. I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, which is a global digital marketing agency, a business educational platform and faith-based global community for freedom-feeding fempreneurs who love to mix business with adventure. And if that sounds like a community you see yourself a part of, then you will love this podcast because scripture, stories, and strategy is all about mixing faith with business. So today's topic is all about living by faith, meaning sometimes as humans and as Christian entrepreneurs, we struggle with doubts about God's power when it comes to the growth of our own business. So maybe he hasn't answered a prayer or answered it in the way you expected. But what I learned is that this doesn't prove he's unable to do what we desire. Like it just demonstrates he had a different plan in mind for you or for me. So I learned that living by faith isn't a matter of expecting God to do what you want, but of trusting him to do what he desires. So as always, as I like to start off uh, with the scripture that actually reflects the topic we are going to talk about today. So this one, it's um, it's not that long. Usually I give about five to you guys, but this one's just one because it's a little longer, but it's a good one. And it comes from James chapter two verses 14 through 26. Now I'm reading the new international version. So you can read any version that um, you understand the best for me is just NIV. So this verse says, what good, is it, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I'll show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God, good, even the demons believe that, and shudder. So I love that verse. Um, It definitely reflects what we're going to talk about today. And so today we have a special guest and she's going to talk to you about how to live um, by faith when starting your business and growing your business. So let me introduce you to my girl, Talia. Okay, she is a dementia specialist, gone dementia, caregiving coach, turned online business coach. Also to add, she's a business podcaster too. And her podcast is called Always Spilling the Tea. So definitely go check that out. So due to Talia's chronic illness, she actually decided in 2019 that online coaching was going to be her thing. Her business was an online dementia caregiving school. She fell in love with entrepreneurship, replacing her nine to five income and freedom so much that she decided to pursue her next biggest dream, which is helping women fall in love with the business of their dreams as well. So 
with that being said, I'm going to bring Talia onto the stage and I'm going to have her introduce herself real quick. So, hey, Talia, welcome to the podcast. Hey, girl, how are you? I am good, girl. Now, I know I gave you that introduction and it's an introduction that you provided for me, but go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words. Sweet. Okay, so I am, I call myself an online, I used to call myself an online spiritual um, coach, but I'm like, no, I'm Christian. So I'm a Christian business coach. I help women with so many different things, but truly my heart is helping them create a business that they absolutely love. I help them with their marketing strategies, their sales strategies, and of course their mindset so that they can build a better relationship with God, but also a beautiful business that they're proud of. I love that. And before we actually get into the topic, I love the fact that you said you switched from spiritual coach and you went from Christian coach. What made you change that um, that title? What made you go from spiritual to be like, no, I'm a Christian. I'm going to say Christian. I think it's the same answer of like when you're with your friends and they're like doing bad things and they're like, hey girl, like, you know, let's, you know, do this thing. And I'm like, you're, you're just sitting there like, you know, like, I don't really feel like it. I think I'm going to go home. And then you switch to saying, instead of saying that, you're like, no girl, I'm Christian. That's against the Bible. I don't do it. It's the same kind of thing. I think I wanted to be inclusive to everybody that um, doesn't believe in God. Um, But then when I started um, having clients um, from all different spiritualities, I felt like there was a a lot of clash. Obviously, I was able to respect their beliefs, but it kind of felt uncomfortable for me. Um, So I was like, you know what? why did I choose spiritual business coach? And I was like, because I want to coach people that are like me and like me, I'm Christian. So that's why I did. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do the bold thing. And it's been wonderful. I love that explanation. And I I find a lot of people going from spiritual to Christian because in general, spirituality can mean a lot of things just because somebody's spiritual doesn't technically mean they believe, you know, in Jesus or in God. So, uh, I love that you, uh, clarified that that for us uh because I also felt the same way um before I would tell people I'm spiritual but then I really didn't know the I guess you could say the context behind that word um until I started doing more research and I didn't want people to get the wrong impression about what I actually believe because I'm bold in my faith I'm a Christian I love Jesus I love God like um I believe in the holy trinity so um I also took that leap and stopped saying spiritual and went more for Christian so I love that So as I said earlier, this whole episode is about living by faith. So before I get into some questions, I would love to ask you, Talia, what does living by faith mean to you? Oh, I love this question just because it's something that you can learn, but it's something you have to continue to do for the rest of your life. It's not like you just learn it and you're like, oh, I believe in God. God's just going to help me. Everything's (laughs) going to be okay, right? I think it's exactly what it sounds like. Like you, you have to have faith that God that you're on the right path, that God wants you to be successful, but there's going to be roadblocks and living by faith means when you go into those roadblocks, you don't just give up. You don't just give up on God. You continue to understand that this is just the path. And being a Christian means you have someone that has your back, right? Like I think maybe, um, I see a lot of people kind of live by faith. And then when something tragic happens, like their loved one passes away, they're like, God, how can you do this to me? And I always say like, why don't you blame the devil? Why you got to blame God? (laughs) Wow. That's really true. I never thought of that. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm like, girl, I mean, obviously I'm not saying like girl, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just kind of like when you live by faith, your first reaction isn't to blame God. It's to be like, Oh, devil, you suck. Thank you, God, 
for helping me through this situation. I love that. I love that perspective you put onto it. Like, why not just blame the devil? Then I love that perspective and never thought of it in that way. And so I guess I would ask you now, when it comes to somebody starting a business or somebody trying to grow their business um, and, you know, they're praying to God, they're asking for, you know, they're asking for aid or asking for help in order to uh, see success within their business, but they're just not seeing the results themselves. And they, you know, they turn that, that anger or those results towards God. So um, as somebody who's starting out, who's also a Christian, what do you do within your business? Um, when you're living by faith, if you're coming through an entrepreneurship roadblock and, you know, you're praying, but you're not receiving any answers, um, how do you use the term living by faith in order to get you through those roadblocks? Yeah. So, I mean, there's three things that I like, let's pretend like we're going through a bad launch or we're trying to sell some sort of product or offer. It's not working. We have to pay our bills. We're freaking out. Right. I always like to blame it on three different things. Um, the first one is, you know, like, am I taking the right, am I taking the correct action? Right. And I, that's why I think business coaches are important. Marketing, all the types of coaches, the action part's important. Let's pretend you're sitting there saying I am doing everything correctly. I've hired the coach. I I know I'm doing everything correctly. So it's not that one. Then the third or the second one, (laughs) the second one is, um, actual mindset. Like, how is your mindset? Like, are you sitting there doubting every single thing you're doing? Um, yeah, you're taking perfect action, but taking perfect action with an awful mindset. Are you procrastinating, being a perfectionist, trying to control all the situations? Are you so scared of failure, right? That's part two, just to kind of sit there. Like, how are you showing up every day? How are you talking about your business? How are you all of that? And then the third one I like to do um, is think like, how is your relationship with God, right? Like maybe you were in a tough time and God helped you see that starting an online business is for you. And then your online business was doing so well and you're cool. And then you kind of forget about God a little bit and then your business starts to crash Mm -hmm. and you're sitting there like, well, I did all the action, right? My mindset's amazing. Everything was okay. And all of a sudden my whole business is blowing up. And sometimes I feel like God does certain things so that you can be like, so he can be like, hey, like I'm over here. Don't forget about me, okay? So, I mean, I like to think when I'm living by faith, it's one of those three things, right? So like, I feel like everything happens for a reason and you are exactly where you need to be. And again, like if your business is crashing and burning, you're going to learn a lesson. The lesson is your mindset. You need a certain type of action that you're not taking or your relationship with God needs to be um, evaluated. <laughs> I love that. I love how you broke it down into three different parts. Um, and I love how you said everything happens for a reason and you're, you're in the exact position you're supposed to be in and you're, you're in that, you're in that re- position for a reason. So if your business is failing, you know, look at your relationship with God, you know, look at what uh, you define as success. Are you defining money as success? Are you looking at somebody else's success and defining that as your own success? So I love how you broke that down. And at the end of the day, you know, we aren't perfect. And sometimes the trials of entrepreneurship test our faith. So can you tell us about a time or a story that you have within your business where your faith was actually tested, but you uh, but you did something to find your way back to God and trusting him within your entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. Um, so this, I would say like the start of my entrepreneurship journey and like kind of like why I got into it. So um, background on me. So my mom, she, uh, she's interesting. So she says she's Christian, but she doesn't like go to church religiously kind of Christian. So that's kind of how I grew up. Me too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so, 
But crazy thing, anytime she's ever needed absolutely anything, God has came for them from her or for her. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like she'll like be jobless. And within a week, she's like, God has this. Like, I'm not even worried. Like, and then she'll get a job. Like she's that kind of per like literally miracles always happen. She says she's never gone without, right? Like God has always delivered. So that's kind of background on my perception of what God can do. So anyways, in 2019, I was um, graduating and um, I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to get a job, all these things. And I was so excited. And then long story short, my health declined really, really bad. And I was in and out of the hospital. And I remember like screaming in the bathroom floor, like begging God, like, Hey, like, what's going on here? Like, and I remember like sitting here, like, God, like, I thought you wanted, I tried so hard in school so that I could have a really good job. I, you know, did all the things right. I didn't do drugs, alcohol, all the things that 20 year olds were doing, right? Like I thought if I, and at that time, um, I was going to church religiously, like every Sunday, like I was, you know, starting to really understand what a relationship with God was and just start building my relationship with God in college. So anyways, I'm sitting there like, I just don't understand. Like literally I do, like, I can't do anything. I can't get out of bed. I cannot work. Um, my family doesn't support me. Like what, literally there was absolutely nothing I can do. I remember I felt so awful about my life that my church had like this counseling thing. And it said, if you're ever going through anything, like email us um, so we can set up a session. And I remember emailing them telling them like, th- like my life, this is like the worst thing ever. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. And I remember they never emailed me back. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting here like, God, like, have you like you just forgot me? Like every day I remember crying in pain because every single day, like not every single day of 2019, but probably every day for four months was constant pain and hardship. And I'm sitting here like, I don't know what to do anymore. And then one day I woke up and I was like, why don't you start an online business? Because obviously nobody's going to hire you. You're sick. (laughs) Nothing you can do. (laughs) And I'm like, all I knew was how to be a dementia specialist. All I knew was dementia caregiving. So God told me like, why don't you create online courses to help those with dementia? And within a couple months, I was able to completely replace my nine to five income. And then I quit that dementia stuff and started making big bucks with the um, business coaching. But I'm sitting there and I laugh because I'm like, God was, it's not that God wasn't there. He was just, unfortunately, that was what I had to go through in order to get this path. So another thing, another little analogy, I was in church um, last Sunday and I love his story. So I want to share it. So okay. this guy, I don't even know his, it, it was, a, I guess, like a guest pastor. I was okay. going to say guest coach. <laughs> guest pastor. So he was saying that, I don't know the whole story, but basically he was saying that there was a cut up parents and something happened to their kid where their kid's legs were not forming right or something like that. So he had to wear braces. So I think a couple times a month, he had to wear these braces on his legs, but he would cry all the time because it hurts so bad. And so the parents wanted to tell the doctor like, Hey, can you take the braces off? They're hurting my son, but they didn't because the braces were the very thing that were going to make him walk one day. And my pastor was basically saying along the lines of that's God, God, wants to desperately he's your parent he's your father he wants to desperately take the braces off of you to you know heal that pain but then if he does that if he does step in then you're not going to become the person that he wants you to become wow 
that is a powerful story. I love that. And now I love that. Is that, that's a, was that analogy or that was actually a real story? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> told the story. I think, I think it was a real story. I don't even know. Either way, I mean, it, it, it definitely, you can definitely take that story and use it towards your own yeah. life. I love that story. And now you mentioned, um, you know, you struggled with uh, uh, dementia in the past and I'm guessing, is it something, now can you explain to the audience like what dementia is? Dementia is? Um, Cause even I know like kind of what it oh. is. I don't really know what it's all about. And I would love to hear more, educate us on what exactly dementia is. Yeah. Oh, I haven't even talked about this in years. <laughs> yeah. So dementia is not a disease. It's a category of symptoms, symptoms being um, loss of memory, loss of motor functions. Whoa. So they say dementia is an umbrella term. So imagine the word dementia up above you. And then under dementia, there's a lot of different diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, right? Whoa. So, you know, um, I mean, there's so many like diseases that are under dementia, but dementia really just is a category of symptoms. Um, and it's, yeah, it's not curable. And a lot of people do die from it. Um, and yeah, a lot of, lot of elderly people have it now. And basically, yeah, it's like, I guess to, um, there's so many different diseases, but the most common one is Alzheimer's. And with that, like you, your loved one just forgets you slowly forgets like who you are and then they forget to you like where the bathroom is they'll just pee on the floor like they just kind of go back to when they were a child childlike state like they need you to change their diapers they need you to yeah they kind of revert into childlike state so yeah I guess my mission was just to um help caregivers understand the disease because when you want to care for someone with dementia you just need like a CNA um not a degree it's a certification and come to find out you don't really truly understand like you don't take a whole semester on caregiving for those with dementia because it's a particular type of disease where like they start getting super angry and you need to know how to handle it so that they don't end up hurting you hurting themselves or just living a sad life where you know because a lot of um, individuals just throw their parents in nursing homes because they can't like they can't handle caregiving for them because again it's like around the clock thing because they're up in the middle of the night grabbing the knives trying to walk across the street like it's you know it's kind of crazy so they just throw their um, parents in a nursing home but then the nursing home you know they're just working nine to five jobs, <laughs> you know, like they're not, not all caregivers are not caring, but there are a lot in there. Um, so yeah, so that's what I really wanted to do. I just wanted to educate caregivers on what the different stages of dementia were, the different symptoms, how to, what to do when each symptom arises so that you're not sitting there hating your life or making their life miserable. So yeah. Wow. And then correct me if I'm wrong. Now, do you personally have dementia or you just have experience working with people who have dementia? Yeah. So dementia is an, only an elderly disease. Um, I mean, my grandma had it around her fifties and she, I guess that's not considered elderly, but yeah, dementia is only like a elderly disease, but unfortunately there are younger um, people in their fifties that do get it. Um, but it's a, just basically a deterioration of your brain. So I don't think there's anybody that's ever had it that's young. Um, but yeah, so what happened was I had a grandma that had it, but she, we weren't close. So I didn't really know her. Like the first time I met her was when she kind of had dementia. So I, I didn't like, I didn't really, it was like, I looked at her 
with interest instead of with like pity and sadness because my grandma's dying. It was more like very intriguing that she, that she was, you know, like her mind was just going away. Like she didn't understand. She would like hallucinate. She would talk to like my shoes. She would like feed my shoes. It was like just so interesting to me. And when she passed away, I started doing um, volunteering in high school and college. I became a living caregiver um, for someone that just didn't have any family and needed caregiving. So yeah, I kind of like wrapped my whole life around dementia caregiving, but actually in high school, I wanted to join the air force, but because of my health, I couldn't. (laughs) So I was like, plan B totally cool. I knew I did wanted to open some sort of foundation for the elderly. So I ended up just rolling with, with that. Wow. That is an amazing background story. Um, thank you for sharing that. And um, it's interesting because when you, you know, when you say the term caregiving, it's similar to kind of what you're doing now within, um, you know, your online business, you're, you're, you're providing your caregiving services, you know, to people who do want to see a return on investment uh, within their own business. And then it's kind of like you took the skills uh, that you learned from that and applied them to your uh, business that you do now. Um, so can you talk a little bit more about, you know, what exactly do you do for somebody who is coming to you for you to help them within their business? Yeah. So basically I'll, I want to say all of my clients come to me struggling with the same exact thing. They're in different areas of their business, but they're struggling with the same thing. They feel like they're not booking clients consistently. They feel like they're not proud of their business. They feel like they only that their business is their only option. So I work with a lot of people that can't work a nine to five because, you know, they want to get pregnant. They have a chronic illness or they literally have a nine to five and they hate it and they just can't work it anymore. And they're just wanting to go full-time in their business, but they're not making full-time like a full-time paycheck and a full-time income in their business. So essentially what I do is I help them create a really irresistible product suite to make sure that they're not selling things that their audience doesn't want. So I really help them with market research and just creating a really irresistible product suite for their audience, but a product suite that's going to help them scale long-term so that they're not living paycheck to paycheck or client to client. Um, So I help them create longer term packages so that they have their bills paid for three, six months at a time. So that's one portion, the offer. And then I help them with marketing. So I help them create content that converts. My thing is I never reach out to leads and say, hey, do you wanna work with me? What I do, um, or my team does now, what they do is they um, help me grow my following of ideal clients. And then I'm the one who creates content that really just speaks to really what they want and really what they need. And they end up just DMing me saying, Hey girl, I want to work with you. And that's really the process I do teach my clients. I help them just not just, I guess to say effortlessly attract clients, but it's not too, too effortlessly, but truly one day you'll wake up and a dream client's like, Hey, I want to work with you. Right. So I help them with that. That's the way I market. And then for sales, I help them, you know, really pre-qualify the lead so that they're not getting objections on the sales calls. I always say uh, my clients and I have a very, very, very high sales call conversion rate because we do not get on calls with people that aren't ready to invest, don't have the time, don't have the energy, don't have the money, don't whatever, right? So we really, um, with their, I help them with their sales process to make sure that they're pre-qualifying their leads properly. And then I help them with the actual call. But, oh yeah, and then I help them, I guess, um, scaling to those multiple five-figure months by, you know, um, really honing in in their product suite, hiring a team and all that good stuff. 
Wow. I love that. It's kind of like you're, uh, you're a 360 degree, like just mm-hmm. your own business really. Cause you touch different departments when it comes to running the business, like your sales and the marketing, um, the content, uh, the research. So that is amazing. Yeah. And, um, what I really love is that, uh, now how we talked about before, you know, you added the word, you know, Christian in front of that business coach name. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm curious to know, and I'm pretty sure my audience is also curious to know, you know, why did you do, um, how do you use Christianity within your business services or within like your one-on-one coaching? Does it play a part in who you accept into one-on-one coaching or does it play a part into how you do your one-on-one coaching? So can you walk us a little bit through that? Um, so it doesn't play a part in how I do it. I'll explain like what, like the, where Christian comes in in a second. Um, but honest to God, I'm so, I'm Christian. I'm Christian. Talk about God, talk about Jesus. That like, I don't think I attract anybody that isn't Christian to my coaching. I, I really don't like, I talk about Christianity all the time. And none of my clients like tell me they're not Christian. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I think once you start being super vocal, on like who you're trying to attract be super, like, this is the person I want to attract. They're going to come to you. So for that, I don't think I like in my application didn't say, are you Christian? If you're not, I don't want to work with you. Cause I think they are Christian just by really so much how I just talk. Um, but with Christianity, what I do is, um, it's not so much the strategy that's where Christianity comes in place. It's the mindset. So sometimes my clients will be like in the middle of their launch in the middle of their month, starting to give up on themselves, starting to doubt themselves. And that's where I bring in Christianity and it's so funny. So I go to church and every single time I go to church, I'm like, wow, this is, this is really going to help my clients. Right. So like that story, like I, I just told you about the kid with the, um, what braces, leg braces. Yeah. yeah. Like that story that I learned in church is going to help me explain to them that they have to grow through what they're going through. Right. That, that this is God's plan kind of thing. So that's kind of what I do, um, with the whole Christianity thing. I think it's really where personal development mindset, all of that plays in. And that's kind of what I help them with. I love that. And, um, I also noticed, you know, you do talk a lot about mindset on your Instagram stories and can you tell us how you connect mindset with Christianity, with entrepreneurship, with the business? How does that all come back to the foundation of having a really good mindset? Yeah. So I think, you know, in the Bible, God just wants you to be a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why there's the 10 commandments and all these laws, right? He just wants you to be a good person, right? And being a good person equals personal development, right? Um, being a good person means believing in yourself. Being a good person means giving to the church or charity. Being a good person means um, not being perfectionist, not trying to control certain situations. So, um, that's really what I ultimately believe that God wants for us. God wants us to be kind. God doesn't want us to create a business based on, Oh my God, I just want to get rich, but I want to truly impact people's lives. And guess what? That's a marketing strategy. (laughs) So yeah. So that's kind of what I do. I kind of with mindset, I just help them become a better person. And sometimes it's not that we're intentionally bad people. We just, you know, the devil tries to get us down, like get us down, doubts, fears start to arise, limiting beliefs. And I just help them create that process to try to try to like kick that to the curb so that they continue to be successful and just personally develop. I love that, Talia. And um, it actually got me thinking about um, when it comes to hope, the mindset, just in general, whether you're a Christian or not, whether you're in business or not. Um, what also helps me just to add on to what you said is that there's a verse in the Bible and I think it's from Proverbs 23, seven. And I also talk about it, 
um, for those of you listening, I talk about positive thinking into the new year of 2021. Um, but that verse from Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Uh, and that's like literally God telling you, literally what you think is what you're going to become. So your mindset is very, very important. And um, there's another scripture within the Bible. I can't remember it right as of now, but I'll have it in the show notes. Um, but it talks about how your mind is a, is a spiritual battleground. Um, the devil's battleground, that, that's, his, that's his favorite place to be, is in your mind, because your mind is basically, essentially, it, it's where your reality stems from. So if you know, you think of your mind as a spiritual battleground, you have, you know, God trying to help you, uh, trying to take over, not take over your mind, but God trying to influence your mind. And then you have the devil trying to influence your mind. Because at the end of the day, that's like I said, where thoughts come from. So just having mindset as a foundation within any um, business or looking for like a business coach, I think is very uh, important. So if somebody, if anybody of you is looking for a business coach, see if they, you know, talk about mindset um, Mm -hmm. on their socials or if they have something to do with the mindset within their business program because at the end of the day they can teach you everything they they can or they can mm-hmm. either teach you their own strategies with you know sometimes that can be a downfall as well but they can exactly. teach you your own strategies but if you don't have the mindset to back that up then you're wasting your money because at the end of the day I can I can give you all the resources mm-hmm. that it will take for you to get to point a to point b but if you don't believe that with all these resources, you can take all that and become the person you want to be in part B, then you're wasting your time and your money. Money. So I love the fact that you bring mindset work into the foundation of your business um, and that you con- constantly talk about it on your socials. So um, uh, I definitely love that. And now you have something that actually deals with uh, mindset as, as far as one of your business programs and services. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I have um, a program called Manifest Abundance. So really what it is, it is a personal development program to help you manifest abundance. So like you said, it takes the belief. So yeah, you have a strategy, that's cool. But if you don't believe in yourself, it's not going to work. But not even, some people think they believe in themselves, but then they doubt themselves, which that means you don't believe in yourself. Or they have beliefs of like, can you really hit 20 clients? Are you really sure about that? That's not believing in yourself. Like there's so many things because some there's so many people that come to me. They're like, I definitely believe in myself. But then the more we talk on the discovery call, like the, their language towards their business. Oh, all of my clients or all of my audience members, they're all broke. That's a mindset thing. Wow, okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yes, it's the believing part, but it's also like your language. Because if you say all your audience members are broke, guess what? They're going to be broke and they're not going to pay you, right? So yeah, um, really with Manifest Abundance, um, we talk about so many different things. We talk about manifestation, how you can really just practice it. Um, and I, what I love about it is it, like a lot, I think a lot of people in our industry practice manifestation with things that are not aligned with the Bible or maybe aligned with Christianity. So I mean, my manifestation practice is literally so simple, <laughs> literally so simple. And it's absolutely aligned with the Bible um, because it's with prayer and different things like that. But we talk about that, but we also, I can't just teach you how to manifest because your mindset can absolutely crucially destroy that process. So I teach you um, different things like how to embrace failure, how to remove your limiting beliefs, how to create a practice to continue to remove your limiting beliefs. Cause at every level, there will be a new devil. Um, I teach you how to, if you're living paycheck to paycheck right now, how you can drive income into your business because you can't sell and launch from a place of, Oh my God, I need to book 
clients because you're not going to because of that scarcity mindset, that energy that you're showing up is going to be completely different. I teach you how to quantum leap so that if you're stuck at 5k, stuck at 5k, stuck at 10k, how to actually, you know, up level. Um, what else do we talk about? Oh, I talk about um, CEO mindset, your morning routine, just really, like I said, it's a personal development program so that you can start attracting beautiful things into your life. I've had so many women join it. Um, They've done, like I've had this um, girl, she got pregnant with her second baby, which was super amazing. She was able to buy her her first car in cash. And then um, she manifested her house. And then I have like most all my clients were able to book clients from that, but so many beautiful things can happen in your personal life when you personally develop, because I believe you can manifest money, relationships, houses. I manifested my dog in the same exact way. So I love that. And thank you for sharing that. And um, as you're talking about, you know, what you offer um, as part of your uh, business, how can somebody go about working with you? So somebody that's listening to this right now, if they're interested in every single thing that you just said, um, what's the best way to get in touch with you? What's the best way to learn more about your businesses and what you do and how can they work with you? Yeah. So I have a very diverse product suite just because again, I feel like some people really need help with the mindset or some people really need help with the strategy. So I have two different programs that cover both. And then of course I have my private coaching with when in my private coaching, you do get literally everything. You get the mindset, you get the actionable strategies, literally everything, but you can find me on Instagram. That's the only platform I'm on. My Instagram handle is always dot advocating. Love that. Love that. And then do you have a website that you want to um, let them know about as well? Yeah. My website is alwaysadvocating.com and I'm super, super transparent. Literally all my prices are there week by week. What you're going to learn is there. Literally all the information should be there. Awesome. And then before we end, Talia, let everyone know about your podcast that you just launched as well. Uh, because if you're interested in this podcast or inter- interested in just business tips in general, uh, Talia just came up with her own podcast. So can you tell everybody what that podcast is about? Sweet. Yes. It's called Always Spilling Tea with Talia. So really what I'm doing is just sharing with you how I've gone through consistent failures and hardships. And I was able to break through and really create not only the business of my dreams, but no jokes, the life of my dreams, even though I'm not in some fancy Mercedes or some mansion, I truly am so happy and content with where I am, even though I have health issues, even though I have bad months, right? So really what the um, podcast is about, I'm teaching you actionable strategies um, um, for your mindset and for your actual marketing and sales. Amazing. And it's actually really good, uh, guys, for all you guys that are listening, because I listened to, uh, I think you had an episode about how you consistently reach 5k a month and you gave tips on, um, on how to actually do that. And some people actually have to pay people to get tips like that. And the fact that you're willing to just share your journey or share what, what, um, how you help your clients in order to reach those 5k months were really, really good. And then, uh, there was a really good, uh, tips in there as well that, uh, made me even, uh, think about different ways to, um, just turn around my products week and things like that. And I love how you say, you know, don't live client to client and how you give tips to, uh, to help avoid that and how you basically have your bills. I think you said paid all the way till April or June or something like that. So that was very inspiring. So if you guys need a new business podcast to listen to, definitely check out Talia's podcast. I'm always spilling the tea and I'll also have that link down below. Can they listen to it on any platform at this time? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so my idea behind the podcast is it's actually hosted on Instagram. So if you go to my IGTVs, you can just share it to your story 
Or of course it is on Apple, Spotify, Google, all of those. Um, but if you want to help us, you know, share the message with more people, then you absolutely can share it from my profile, from my IGTVs. Awesome. And then if anybody's interested in guest posting or guest starring on your podcast, is that an option for them? Yeah, I haven't. So right now the podcast, what I'm doing is you submit a question that you need help with, and then I'll create like an episode dedicated to you. So I still have a couple more, but yeah, once I feel like it's kind of dry that maybe people aren't asking me too many questions and yes, of course. Awesome. So if you guys have questions that you would love to ask Talia, definitely do they do that through DM? They can, but if you click the link in my bio, you click I don't know what it says. I think it says podcast. I think, yeah, I think it says listen to the podcast or submit a podcast request. Click that button and then the form's there. Awesome. So make sure you guys, if you have any questions or you want um, Taya to elaborate on anything that we talked about today, whether it comes to mindset, whether it comes to infusing Christianity within your business or just scaling to five months, uh, definitely ask her those questions and she will make a podcast episode out of it. And also she says she has it available on her IGTV so you can share with more people who will find that information beneficial. So I want to thank you so much again, Taya, for coming on the Scripture Stories and Strategies podcast and explaining to us how you infuse Christianity within your business by living through faith. I had such a fun time talking to you today. Is there anything else you want to promote or tell people about something, any, anything new that you have coming up? This is your chance to shine, girl. Oh, any, I mean, anything new, anything going on right now, right now, um, this is, I literally practice what I teach. So right now what's going on in my business is I'm, um, trying to fill out my, um, private coaching because again, that's the bare bones of my business so that I can have my bills paid for so long. So that's really what I'm promoting right now. But of course, I mean, depending on when this is released, I will always have something for you. And my DMs are always open. Like if you're ever going through anything personal or just want to chat about something that was confusing on here or my podcast or literally anything, like I'm super open to building more relationships with you. Awesome. So you guys heard it here. She's open to building a relationship with you. Don't be afraid to reach out to her through her DM. Um, she's honestly, she has such a great personality and um, she's definitely a business coach that I follow because I don't follow a lot uh, because- Sometimes a lot of people don't practice what they preach. And I love how she's always sharing testimonials from people she's working with. Um, so definitely give her a follow if you have not already. And like I said, I'll have everything linked that um, that goes for Talia's business all down in the show notes. Um, so thank you again so much, Talia, for coming on this podcast. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Do you feel that? that heat that fuel girl that's that faith fuel and i pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learn and will now be incorporating in your business don't forget to tag me okay at the marketing profit so i'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the dms it would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment, 
rate, and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies. Let them know what they're missing. Okay, don't tell them I can turn water into wine, but let them know I can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies. Thank you so much, Faith Fueled friend, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Have a blessed day.